When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Evelyn. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're going to stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. Greenland is covered with ice, and Iceland is very nice. I'm Mike. Tommy's not here, but that's Kevin. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Quiet Tech Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks podcast. We forged on without Tommy because we have a very special guest. We have Maria Ellingson, who played Maria, the Iceland trainer in D2. Maria, thank you for hopping on here. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> so uh, I like the the origin stories, the backstories, and I am very curious how you ended up uh, as the Iceland trainer in D2? Well, um, to tell you the truth, um, that role was especially written for me. Wow. Uh, I'm a good friend of Jordan, the producer, and he really wanted me to be um, a part of this film. So he said, let's just make the evil team Icelandic (laughs) and let's name the evil trainer Maria, and uh, so when you come in for casting, that should be a, a no-brainer to cast you in that role. <laughs> <laughs> so did he tell? He didn't tell his like partners or the creator or anything that he knew you. I think he did. I okay. think he did. Yeah, he just um, he just really thought I, it would be great to work with me, and and so so that's it's sort of because it is because of me that the Iceland team is the Iceland team. Wow. You know. Wow. We didn't you didn't know that? You didn't know this. <laughs> no. Uh, we we had uh we had just heard that they didn't wanna like make the Russians or anybody mad that could provide an overseas box office, but I didn't know that you were the sole reason. This is a, a big weight on your shoulders here. It is, it is. <laughs> do, do you have any any background in hockey? Did I? Yeah, at the time. No, no, no. But, you know, I've been ice skating since I was a kid. You know, ponds freeze over here like in, they do in Minnesota. So so that was that was not a big thing for me to step on the skates. Mm-hmm. However, we did have an Olympic um, trainer, you know, to train us, and he really kicked our butts. You know, we were... <laughs> I remember, I remember coming, you know, we did the training with him and, and it was really, really hard. And then the next day we show up for the next training and we all pull up to the parking lot, me and Emilio and Karsten Nurgord. And we're just sort of sitting there going, hi, hi, how are you doing? Hey, and, and sort of waiting for the other people to go in because we couldn't get out of the cars. We, you know, <laughs> we were so sore. And then finally, after like, hi, you know, and like nobody was moving, you know, car doors opened and we crawled out and into the second day of training. But so was, was this Jack White? Uh, yeah, yeah. 
Yes. And we got into kick-ass form. I've never <laughs> been so fit in my entire life. Six-pack was nothing. It was like 12-pack. Wow. From major abs, yeah. So that was fun. That was a fun side effect of doing that role. Yeah. So let's back up. So how did you and Jordan Kerner come to meet? And uh, how did uh, that friendship sort of develop there? Oh, um, that's a good question. I was on a daytime series, Santa Barbara, good old Santa Barbara. And uh, one of the main leads for a very long time there was uh, Nancy Gordon, who uh, who is an old friend of Jordan's. So that's how I met him through her and, and we've become lifelong friends. We're still really good friends. His, he's brought his family here and I brought my family to see him and, and it's, you know, so when I'm in LA, I stay with Jordan. Oh, so I mean, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure he's attached to this Mighty Ducks TV series. Um, oh, do we have is a, that, is that a new thing? Is that something that's, that's starting now or? Yeah. So they, um, they're, well, they, they had to be delayed because of Corona, but they just restarted filming it actually. So it's Brill and, oh. and Jordan Kerner are back. So I, I'm, uh, I haven't heard about it. That's funny. Hmm. Maybe mm. season two, we get a, we get a cameo or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That could be fun. <laughs> So did you know like what the Mighty Ducks was when you were cast or how familiar were you with that? Well, I, I, I saw the first movie, you know, I don't know if I saw it before or just because of being cast in the second one and, you know, really liked it. And then of course I'd seen everything Jordan had done, fried green tomatoes, you know, and he's, he's, he's good. Mm -hmm. He knows how to make movies that are, you know, entertaining but you know have a depth and you know touch your heart in the end mm-hmm. yeah so you get on the set and all that and, and it goes through in iceland um it's portrayed as this sort of uh powerhouse evil villains wearing the black what did you as someone who is from iceland make of that sort of portrayal there uh it's a, it's it was funny. I I knew we would be getting into a little bit of cliche, you know, and black and white kind of, you know, good and evil. But but we had fun with it, and we were able to show, you know, it was not one dimensional. The characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a lot of scenes that ended up being cut out because there were so many storylines, so many characters. So we had some good stuff that got cut out, like me taking a drive in a convertible with Emilio and and leaving him downtown and making him late for a rehearsal. Mm-hmm. So that scene in the car, you know, we, you know, didn't make it into the movie, you know, and, and stuff like that. So. Wow. So do, do you get, do you get kind of like bummed when something like that happens? You do, you do, but you totally understand it and you expect it, especially in a multi storyline, um, film you know Mm. wait so what so you and emilio go downtown what was the basis of this like you were just like emilio and you were just developing your relationship and then you turned on him well you know it's a it's a it's a plot the whole time you know i'm trying to become friendly so that he'll trust me so that i can you know 
you know, betray him and, uh-huh. and, and win the game, you know? Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I think the way it is now, it's it's kind of unclear, like, where we're like, is Maria just being nice or is she uh, betraying um, Gordon Bombay and, and uh, giving away the his secrets to the Iceland coach? But you're saying it was definitely that she was uh, giving away his secrets and betraying him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and and if that scene had been included, that would have been so clear. You know, she gets him to go downtown. She's being all very nice, and then she leaves him there so that he can't make it. You know, so I'm I'm undermining his trust towards his team. You know, they start, you know, thinking that he's just doodling off, you know, with the enemy. And yeah. Which way do you think it works better? Kind of the mystery that we ended up with where we're not really sure, you know, who's which way she leans? Or do you think it, it would have played better with oh, kind of you being I, this? I guess it's a little bit more fun that you don't know, so you you keep guessing. Mm. You know, I guess that's why they edited it that way. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm. I mean, you've been in a, a lot of stuff, had a long career. I feel like it's more fun being evil. Do you like being sort of like the, the villain, or would you rather just be uh, one of the good guys and have everyone cheer for you? Uh, well, my most intense role uh, that I've played in Icelandic movie was a, a woman who kills her unfaithful lover and becomes, you know, is beheaded. Oh. And, <laughs> and that's the most interesting role I've played. So there. <laughs> <laughs> that's the answer. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I guess when you're blonde and angelic looking, you know, it's too, you know, it's too easy to cast you as the as the nice friend or mom or girl, whatever, woman. So it's fun when you get to be more than that. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So did you find that you that you were sort of typecast into the one sort of uh angelic role as you said? Yeah, yeah, like on the on the Santa Barbara, I was definitely the you know, very naive and very, you know, blue-eyed uh, girl. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I guess I have sort of skipped over a big part of this, but, like, how did you end up even going, uh, being in Santa Barbara? Like, how do you make it from Iceland to L.A. and all that kind of stuff? These are such good questions you were asking. <laughs> I like your style. <laughs> um, well, I went to school in New York. Okay. So already there, I'd spent four years in New York being a part of the, you know, you know, becoming sort of a part of that or feeling of like being in America or working in America was uh, obvious choice. Um, also, I was lucky to get an agent and, um, you know, usually that's a many years of work and, and she sent me out. She said, let's let's see what your stock is worth, is what she said. <laughs> and she sent me out on one audition, which was for the Santa Barbara thing. And I landed it. And she was like, oh, my God, well, you haven't even signed the contract. And <laughs> sign here, please. And, you know, so so all of a sudden, you know, and, and I, I didn't really want to be on a soap. But, you know, she said, I will pay your ticket to L.A. We'll pay your you know, get you your green card and then we'll go from there, which, which was true. Yeah. 
I, I Plus, would... it turned out to be really fun, to be honest. So it's too goofy to not enjoy it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you like, what were some of the weird storylines? Were you smacking people? Oh, oh, the, the, the out of body experience after a forest fire. That was, <laughs> Excellent. That's, that's a classic. And, uh, you know, all kinds of things. <laughs> very, very extreme and fun. Yeah. All right. So, that's where you meet Jordan. You get on the Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks comes out. Um, were you still in LA at the time when it came out, yeah, or were you in Iceland? Yeah, yeah. I, was in, I was in LA. Yeah, I lived in LA for four years. So I did school in New York for four years, uh-huh. went back to Iceland and worked in the National Theater and City Theater and, and film and television here. And then I came back to New York and just wanted to, you know, work there for a while and that's how it turned out I ended up I would have loved to stay in New York but um, of course before I knew it I had been shipped out to La La Land <laughs> <laughs> yeah so did you start to get recognized after the Mighty Ducks like how how much did that sort of affect just your life uh, well, interestingly enough, I, I started getting very recognized after Santa Barbara. People yeah, just that's like, to me right and left and, and, and coming up to me and having opinions about my storyline. And, and uh, yeah, and, and then Mighty Ducks, you know, of course, is a different, different leak. And, uh, you know, it's an A movie. And, and um, yeah, so... I don't know. It's funny to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a while ago too. So, uh, yeah, I yeah. feel sometimes I feel bad when I'm like asking these detailed questions about stuff that's like 25 <laughs> years ago. So exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, what was the reception in Iceland? What is the reception in Iceland? Do people care about the Mighty Ducks and that Iceland's in it? They did. They did. They they didn't take it too personally. They thought it was an honor, I guess. To have a, a storyline in a Disney movie, and and uh, and you know they they made quite a lot out of it. You know that I was in it. They sent a sent a journalist from the biggest newspaper to LA to be on the set. And wow, yeah, impressive. So yeah, we're we're always kind of curious of just how the reception was in, in yeah. Iceland. It's like it's <laughs> it's such a fascinating topic because um, mm-hmm. hockey is not really all that big there, correct? No, no, it isn't. It's it it's it's come and gone a little bit, but never been like a huge thing. They were never the world domination power that they were in D two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, when you're making Mighty Ducks, like, do you realize that this is gonna sort of have its own legacy? Like, could you tell that this was something beyond mm-hmm. just like sort of a movie? I never thought about that. I, I really, you know, and, and it's happened to me so often in Iceland and on an airplane and, you know, that people go, oh, my God, you know, <laughs> and they said, you know, and then you realize it, it's, it was a real, uh, you know, a cult, you know, that D2 or Mighty Ducks cult. It was, you know, for a certain generation. Yeah, we, we are it's- definitely that generation. Is, yeah. is there any, are there any of the docs or, or for that matter, anybody on Team Iceland that you particularly enjoyed working with? 
I really loved working with uh, uh, Kay, Kai Lennox, uh, you know, those, uh, those evil, evil guy. He was, he had like, um, and Scott. Yeah. Scott yeah, White, right. the Gunnar and Olaf. Mm -hmm. And, and, and what do you know? I was in a workshop, theater workshop, like a year and a half ago in New York. And one of the guys who I thought was really good actor, you know, he seems so familiar to me and I couldn't, couldn't, you know, couldn't place him. And then like after half a day of the workshop, we're all of a sudden standing next to each other and we're going, oh my God, is that you? You know, like looking through 25 years of time and being a kid, you know, and it was him, Kai. And whoa, what an actor he's become really fun and then of course we had the reunion a, a few years back and uh, and then then i met almost everybody again kai wasn't there that's why i didn't recognize him at the workshop we'll have to get him on the show mike we, we've had we've had scott on before but yeah. yeah oh get kai he is he's deep yeah <laughs> okay i like no i mean he's working on his own things he's writing a script an amazing story we'd love to hear about that and He's a really interesting guy. Yeah, I I will definitely work on it. I'll, I'll, uh... But we became a good good group of friends. We're like you know we, it took you know it took a long time. We were together for weeks on end, and and it was just a nice ensemble, you know, nice group and fun and and you know, no How problems much... there. <laughs> <laughs> How much uh, teaching did you have to do about? accents and Icelandic words, if any, and that kind of stuff. I think we talked to Scott and he is very sort of, uh, he looks back and notices his accent changes and stuff like that throughout the film. So how much were you working on that with them, if at all? I I worked I worked a little bit with uh, Karsten Nurkord, mm -hmm. the Danish guy. And, yeah. you know, we've been friends ever since, you know, and, and met on many occasions and, and cooked Christmas dinner together in LA and stuff like that. Um, so I worked with him, but I, you know, I wasn't like hired as, a, as an accent coach. Yeah. So uh, otherwise I would have been much more tough on them. <laughs> <laughs> Were there any moments that you kind of remember cringing a little bit when you heard some of the accents? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then I also thought it was interesting that the names, you know, the names and the last names are not Icelandic. And I thought, how could they not get that right, you know? And I did say something when I saw the the names and the names on the on the, you know, on the costumes, you, you know, the sports costumes. But it was too late. <clears throat> They'd already made the costumes, and and uh, they all had these Swedish names. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we've ever uh, caught that, I, or I don't know if anybody's ever pointed that out yeah, to us. No, that's a good point, though. Like, stall is definitely not Icelandic. No, in, in Iceland, you, you'd only have to look at the phone book, you know, just, you know, I guess it was before the time of Google, you know, but every, you know, if a woman is, if my father's first name is Haraldur, I would be Harald's Dóttir. The daughter of Haraldur, mm -hmm. you know. So and uh, and the man would be Harald's son. 
So everyone is either son or daughter as the last name. And, and it goes by the first name of the father. Hmm. So yeah. there is not, not this last names, you know, the family names uh, thing in Iceland. I have a family name because my father is half Norwegian. Yeah. So, so that's, uh, that's something that it's good that you didn't notice because otherwise it would be really irritating if you did, notice. <laughs> you know, you would be really pissed. Yeah. I, I, I wonder how many, uh, Icelandic people have seen that and just like shake their head, you know, when they oh, see all that. Of them. <laughs> like hundred like percent of them. <laughs> it's like, what the, you know, but then, you know, a, a, a film just came out, Will Ferrell film, yeah. the Eurovision film. He did the same thing. <laughs> Everyone's name is Swedish. Yeah. And it's like, and, and here you are, and we have Google, and you have probably an assistant who could spend five minutes looking it up, and, and they didn't. Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you would figure now they have Google, and I did it. What did you, okay, that song that, that Will Ferrell sang, we're going off on a tangent here, but that's okay. <laughs> The song that Will Ferrell sings is that is what's sung in Icelandic. Is that like true? Is that like actually the language, or is that like a butchered form of it? No, it's it's in Icelandic, and they had an accent coach, you know, and they trained intensely. And um, Rachel does her accent quite good, but Mr. Ferrell, I don't know, <laughs> and. <laughs> They they are doing they are doing their best I guess but it's not perfect let's say that yeah yeah I uh, I guess Iceland's just very uh, coming back to the mainstream for these movies and stuff like that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right so um you mentioned the deleted scenes and we talked about the the convertible scene are there any others that just come to mind after these twenty or so years here. Mm -hmm. I think that was the big one that got cut for me. And, and I was like, how are people going to get it? You know, but, <laughs> but that's, but that's somehow, somehow how you have to trust the editor. You know, it may not be the story you thought, but it will tell another story that's like you said, or is even more interesting, you know, more of a mysterious twist. I'm I'm gonna jump in here real quick. And so we, we have this thing called the quack question where our fans send us in, our Quackalites send us some questions. And uh, so this is kind of on, on this topic. Uh, it comes from Jared Beasley, who's at jbeasley777 on Twitter. Uh, and he asks, uh, can you explain what went down in this deleted scene of Mrs. McKay running into you and Bob Bay on your ice cream date? Can you recall anything about that? Um, about this scene? Yeah. Well, it was, it, was, uh, it was shot in Beverly Hills and... Um, <laughs> And I had to wear, I had to wear really low shoes. Like I had like the, the, the sole of the shoes was really, you know, little because so I wouldn't tower over Mr. <laughs> Estevis. He's, he has some humor about it. You know, he's not very tall. And, and so, so sometimes he would wear, you know, hold a box, you know, at the set so he could step on the box to, to the scene and, so I remember that. I remember wearing these shoes that were almost, you know, I was almost barefoot in that scene. And um, yeah, it was just, a, it was a fun scene. It's a fun line and it's, and everybody remembers it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you like 
when did you start to realize that that was like people's main takeaway and people's thought about Iceland was basically what they learned from D2? <laughs> Sometimes people are quoting it and they and I said, do you know where you heard that? And they were like, yeah, it was in a movie. And I was like, yeah, do you know the movie? <laughs> So people think that it's like a, you know, it's a thing. It's become such a part of people's, you know, common knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's fun. <laughs> oh, and then another thing happened just like 10 days ago. It was a front line in the newspapers here that my autograph was now on sale, uh, you know, in Amazon, you know, store. <laughs> wow. And and I read that headline. I thought, what? Somebody's selling my autograph? Who's <laughs> like writing my name? And then I looked it up. And, you know, of course, it was one of those headlines that make you, you know, you yeah, have to research to find out what's yeah. really going on. So it turns out that someone went to the opening of Mighty Ducks somewhere and got my autograph and uh, is now selling it for um, $60 or something. <laughs> That's not <laughs> oh. bad. So that came back to hunt me. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad at all. My autograph is not worth $60. So. Uh, no. And I joked about it because now in the COVID time, you know, all the actors here in Iceland are just sort of in lockdown and can't be on stage and and people are suffering financially. And I said, oh my God, this is a great business idea. I'll just be writing my name all morning and people can just come get their autograph and, and I'll be rich by afternoon, you know? <laughs> so nice. I thought that was funny. What, what is uh, one of the major differences between filming in Iceland versus filming in the States? Hmm. Um, everything is bigger, <laughs> you know, in the States, you know, it, it, like the, the first big difference, because I've been a part of the film industry in Iceland sort of from the beginning of it, um, there was like in the big difference was that you would actually get a trailer. It doesn't mean that you get like a huge trailer, but you get a room where you can actually sit and you can prepare and you can remember your lines and, and stuff. When I asked for, a, you know, when I was doing that big movie with, with the murderers, which, you know, I was in every scene and I thought it would be really good if I could sit somewhere and have my things and, and you know, and people like, are. You know, there's a bus, everyone's on this bus, you just sit on the bus all day, and um, that's it, you know, adding any private space. Well, from now on, you can you can show them the article about your autograph. and Exactly. It's like, <laughs> yeah. And the other thing was catering, you know, I, I love good food, and, and for me, it's like as soon as you come on set in America, they'll bring you food, and there's always a lot of food around, and you know, so trailers and catering, plus much bigger staff, and you know, which makes everything run in a different way, but it also makes it heavier, you know. So an Icelandic crew can move faster, and you know, so it's um, yeah, yeah, so. Kevin teased to it a little bit, but we we put out a call for what we call quack questions from the mm -hmm. fans. Mm -hmm. um, so they sent in a bunch of them. Kevin, okay. do you have any others that uh, you want to throw at Maria here? Uh, sure. I was I was trying to to search through them as we were talking. Um, 
One of them uh, comes from Kyle Tolbert, who's at Kyle Tolbert 31 on Twitter. Uh, Kyle's question is, which Gordon Bombay haircut did you prefer? Oh, I believe it. I, I guess it's referencing the slick back hair versus the yeah, not slick back oh, hair. I like, I, like the, I like the more wild one. <laughs> yeah, the nice. more natural one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this one comes from a uh, uh, longtime Quacklight, Joyce Eng, and uh, she's at Joyce Eng 61 on Twitter. Uh, her question is Did Maria know the Bash brothers were going to break curfew and set up Bombay to get caught? Oh. Mm. No, I can't remember that one. Sorry. <laughs> That's that, all right. Sorry, Joyce. <laughs> do um I mean just going back to that first question, do people in Iceland slick their hair back a lot or was that just like an evil move from the Oh, yeah, it's just an evil move. Oh. Yeah. That's a yeah. little disappointing. I just sort of imagined Iceland as everyone with their hair slicked back and everything. Oh, uh, well, you got to come over and see what it's like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess I can't rely on D2 to teach me everything. No, no. <laughs> well, Maria, we appreciate you coming on and spending this half hour with us. Um, is there anything? You want to tell the Quackalites about anything you got coming up or anything you um, want to get out into the world? Well, it, it, it was so nice when we met again after all these years. What a, how the good feeling of that we had when we were making the movie, and I guess the good feeling it has created, how, it, how it's uh, still there. You know, we met... And it was, you know, it was just like a family reunion, you know, in a good way, I guess. You know, not all families are happy to meet, but <laughs> but it was a really happy gathering and, and just all good memories. And it has a lot to do with the feeling that Jordan created. I mean, he that's that's the way he works. He creates a, a, a this good ensemble feeling. But um, also Emilio put a lot of good vibe into the into the, the whole thing, and, and really, really wonderful to work with. Really sweet. Awesome, awesome. Well, well, yeah. our 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 next goal has to be to get uh, Jordan on the phone and and get you. I in, think so. Yeah, he would love I mean, to talk about the mighty duck. <laughs> yeah, so we, I think we've had him before. Correct. We, I, I don't think I was on the call, but yeah, we had him once but that was a while ago so yeah. we might be due to to have a i think so yeah, yeah. Here. so well maria thank you again so much uh, thank you so much good luck with everything and hello everyone out there the, the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you thank you for us the quacktech.com go there contact us at quacktechpod on twitter facebook.com slash quacktechpod go to itunes give us five stars tell us how much you learned about Iceland from D2. And remember, ducks fly together. Right. Ain't no turning back. Got to believe.